Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, welcome in here on this, uh, what the hell is today? I don't know. Feels like, is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Welcome in another edition of Make It Rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. Want to welcome you guys in and uh, plenty to get to on the board here today, including the latest from OJ Simpson. We want to get you caught up, of course, with everything coming from OJ. Uh, and he's uh, he's posting more videos here this morning. So we uh, we certainly want to get you caught up with what's happening with him because it's every time it's the gift that keeps giving with OJ Simpson. And I noticed on his timeline here, Dane, that um, he, I wasn't sure, I didn't look yet whether or not you commented. I am going to assume you did, but one of his last fantasy football comments was something to do with Patrick Mahomes, his clear number one. Yeah. Uh, but the cheetah, so did, did you actually offer him any that. advice? Did you yes, offer him any I advice? I absolutely right. did. I what was your advice? Did. I told him. I told him who the top four running backs were. They are, in no particular order, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Alvin Kamara. Then I told him when you should start looking at wide receivers. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. I told him to wait on quarterback. And I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell everybody else to wait on quarterback. But then I hit him up after that and I told him, listen, it looks like you can use some help. If you need me, I can kind of be your stealth, you know, coach for your fantasy leagues. I said, I could be your secret weapon. And then I put the knife emoji. Oh, oh, very good. Okay, good. Very good. I, I knew you were going to comment on him. I just wasn't sure how you were going to get in there and what uh, what advice you were going to be for him. But the bottom line is uh, just wait. Wait for quarterbacks. Wait on quarterbacks, so for sure. Okay. Absolutely. So wait on quarterbacks. You're, you're going to need more of a uh, slasher, I guess, right? You're looking for there more of a uh, running back situation? Okay, good. Seeing, Absolutely. Seeing Some just... people were telling him uh, that he should draft Joe Flacco because then he'd have another white Bronco. Yeah, like I said, the internet never loses. Uh, Twitter never loses. It uh, it just <laughs> continues to win here. But uh, back in the uh, back in Miami after a uh, horrific experience at Newark Airport, along with United Airlines. Shout out to uh, both of those places for you get any credit at least. You get any free making, credit or something? Well, I was supposed to get a uh, a this five hundred dollars in a in a voucher and a free plane right. ticket. I was supposed, you know, my stay was supposed to get extended, and then right. apparently, I, what I didn't realize is that. Uh, over uh, over 300 flights got canceled uh, over there on Monday. I guess there was some horrific weather across the country. So trying to get into Newark Airport, I'm sure you know, Dane, uh, on a regular day is is hard enough. But trying to navigate your way through Newark Airport, two-hour security lines when uh, you've got people sleeping because they can't get any connecting flights anywhere right. is a whole lot of fun. So my choice was either take the voucher like uh, I had planned to do and go on my merry way and hang out for a couple of more days or have to wow. deal with this again today and tomorrow because they were never going to get rid of the backlog of people they've got in there. Right. So 
I opted to keep my seat and get the hell out of Newark and New Jersey as fast as humanly possible and come back down to here in Miami where when I got off the plane and it was funny walking around New York, it was a little humid there over the last uh, couple of days, right? It rained a little bit yesterday, a little bit of humidity going on, temperature in what, low 80s. Yeah, I got off the right. plane last night. It was 93 degrees here in uh, in Miami, <laughs> and you couldn't even at nighttime. By the way, I didn't land till like 11:30. So yes, it was uh, it was nighttime and 93 degrees, and the humidity was uh, yeah 100. percent So it was, uh, and I was That's like, disgusting. wow. I never thought in a million. And here I am listening to the game, and everyone go, "Oh God, it's disgusting here. It's 80 right. degrees. The weather is terrible." I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll show you humidity, my friend. I will give you well, humidity." Any day. And as a matter of fact, I understand you uh, You might very well be experiencing this soon enough, won't you? That's what I'm saying. I'll see your Miami humidity and I'll raise you Jamaica humidity, <laughs> Joe, because uh, on Friday, I'm going to be out Friday and all the next week. As you guys know, I'm going to be in Jamaica, man, yeah, man, doing my little scouting stuff. As you know, I'm getting married there uh, in February. So I'm going to be, you know, talking to DJs and hotels and, and the fiance is going to be getting, you know, her hair and makeup trial. We're going to be trying food and stuff like that. It'll be good things. But I appreciate you holding me down next week, Joe. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. And we got, listen, we got plenty to get to before, uh, before you bon voyage. Are you yeah. leaving out of Newark or where are you leaving out of? Not JFK. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, that might be well, uh, the only way it's got I come off. Set every of problems day. over there, at JFK. But hey, it, uh, we'll deal are they with still that. doing construction? <laughs> and whoever is our next president, can we build some infrastructure, roads, tunnels, Wi-Fi? Let's go. Put people to work. Infrastructure, <laughs> sexy baby. Exactly. It is the new. Uh, it, it should be the new norm, man. Let's let's do it on a regular basis, especially when you're driving over bridges and you're like, I don't know if this thing's going to make it uh, by the time I get over here. I really don't know what's going to happen. But uh, uh, but it was a good trip, man. I was uh, glad I got to meet all you guys. The guys in the pit of misery. Sure. It was uh, it was amazing. I don't know how anybody is obese in the city of New York. I have absolutely no idea with the uh, or working for this company, for that matter, with the amount of walking that you have to do is uh, is ridiculous. I'm shocked you guys aren't eating 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, to to replenish the calorie intake. Uh, I'm shocked that all of you don't look like a bunch of crackheads because uh, the amount of walking here, I just uh, I slept I slept pretty well on that plane last night going, wow, I just I can't do any more walking, man. Like I, I you guys are just I do anything just to hop in a car and not have to deal with traffic. And uh, New York is a very unique place like that, my man. Remember, that's why when we had the, the remember when we had the brackets of like the things we hate, you know, and I was talking about all this stuff that would happen on the subway and it wasn't getting votes, you know, like kids on the subway or whatever. And I was like, because New York is a different city like that in it terms is. of travel. And so, you know, hey, now you're welcome to my world, Joe. I will say this, though, man, a couple of bus rides later to the uh, to the FanDuel Sportsbook was there again there yesterday. And I noticed and uh, we'll, we'll talk about this coming up uh, over the next hour or so. They were the only book to actually release the actual win totals for college football, too. And uh, Joe Lisi is going to join us uh, this week. We'll start diving into some nice. college football. Uh, we'll give you the win totals. Of course, Rutgers is not available because, you know, it's in New Jersey, but nobody really cares about Rutgers. So we got plenty to get to. Because if we lose, win by 30 points or whatever, we get 30 times yes. our bet. That's correct. We'll go ahead and uh, give you the recap of what happened last night next. Make it rain.
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. Do you want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321-321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by testosterone, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Oh, love it. A little Run DMC, a little Aerosmith to get your uh, to get your Wednesday going. Welcome in another edition of Make It Rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri. And guys, uh, it was an interesting night last night. I mean, one good thing about uh, flying last night is I did have access to uh, DirecTV on this United flight. So I had oh, okay. uh, a chance to check out the College World Series which uh, was game two last night. We know Michigan and Vanderbilt. Now, Vandy was a uh, was a big favorite last night going into that. Minus 200, I think, minus 210, somewhere along those lines. And Michigan had already won game one, had an opportunity to actually close it out and win game two. 
The only problem is they were going up against, uh, you know, a 35-year-old pitcher in, uh, in this kid, Kumar. And when I say 35, it's because I could not believe looking at this kid that he was he's a freshman. He's 18 years old. I've never seen anything like this. He looks like Dave Stewart in his prime. For those of you guys who remember who Dave Stewart of the Blue Jays and the A's was, uh, you know, he's got that kind of wide ass thing going. You know what I mean? He's got uh, he, he's a big dude, man. He's a big ben dude. OB, do your research. Dave Stewart would stare a hole through a wall. Yes. Yeah. Black belt. Uh, he'd also <laughs> kick your ass. Like if you ever met you in an alley, like he was he was just a mean looking dude, but had the worst voice, I think, in the history of sounded like he was sucking on helium uh, for a living. Dave Stewart. Every time he did an interview, it was like, oh, Dave. Don't open your mouth, dude. Just just look not like you look on the mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah, not what I was hoping for there. But it was uh it was interesting. This was a guy that just a couple of weeks ago, he's three and oh so far in the in the college world series. He was fantastic in the super regionals, struck out nineteen against Duke, threw a no hitter. So they were gonna have their hands full. He was the and by the way, that was their number two pitcher. Uh, on the, in the rotation, not the number one. So Vanderbilt, and I didn't, I didn't realize how stacked Vandy is, and and they've got, they've got just monster after monster. Done a hell of a job with the program there. I didn't even realize Vanderbilt yeah. is a uh, is a pretty special baseball school yeah. now. Like I had no idea. And Michigan, they all look the same. They're about six one. They're all they were all two fifteen. They run like the wind. Um, good team, well coached. Defense was good, but. You know, this kid Rocker comes out last night, just dominates them for seven innings. Uh, and yeah, they did as best they could, Michigan. You knew you knew that's why they needed game one more than anything else, because you knew this kid, when, when he hits the mound, everything changes. And it's just a crazy slider. Two? Yeah, and he's their number two. Uh, it, so, it's, I, mean, who's, did they, I mean, Michigan beat their number one in game one? Michigan beat their number one in game one. So, oh, okay. uh, And kudos to Michigan. But again, the problem with Vanderbilt is they don't hit left-handed pitching all that great. And the kid from Michigan is a left-handed pitcher who's their ace. So he did a very good job in game one of limiting them. And they won 7-4. I mean, you know, they, it wasn't like they weren't scoring runs. But last night, that wasn't going to happen. And so now we've got a game three. 4-1 is what Vanderbilt ended up winning last night. So now we've got a, which is the way it should be, championship game tonight between uh, Vanderbilt and Michigan. And I can tell you the odds makers are not, uh, they're not showing any sort of love there, man. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty evident who the odds makers. I mean, once again, we're looking at uh, minus 220, minus 225. I don't know what the FanDuel book is showing right now, Dane, but it's, um, it, it's ridiculous. And I think a lot of it has to do with just how how deep and how much depth Vandy has. And this is a team with so much talent. I, I'm, If I'm not mistaken, they had at least double-digit guys that were drafted this year in the MLB draft. Can you imagine that? Vanderbilt guys. Who the hell thought? Who would have ever thought of it? Uh, David they Price are went really... to Vandy. Oh, shoot, I think. So. They did, have did Price go to Vandy? Did he really? He did. Did... Oh, I gotta, I we got to look did. that we'll up double... over there. We'll double check it, but Vandy I'm, I, minus I believe... two twenty. Yeah, it's all my Vandy minus two twenty is what I'm looking at in, in in some places here. So obviously Michigan is now Michigan is in a hole. But again, they've got another really good left-handed pitcher. They're going to be throwing on the mound here tonight, and they haven't exactly done really well against left-handed pitchers. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I love me some game threes, man, in the College World Series. That whole urgency, do or die thing, Dane is. It's must. It's kind of must-watch television, man. I don't know if you got a chance to see this kid pitch last night, but you know, there's you can just tell he's he's ridiculous. He, he, 
he's going to be pitching for somebody in the next yeah. uh, in the Sounds next like two it. years, I think. Yeah, he's your the kid. I mean, just, some of these guys now these days, yeah, though, counts. remember with like all these kids coming up in every sport. This kid mm. may be pitching in the next two months. Forget the next two years, Joe. Yes. We have seen kids go from the College World Series, like you said, in June and then get called up in August. You know, these kids get drafted real high. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see that. And when you mentioned game three, I always say the two best words in all of sports, Joe, are game seven. And in essence, yes. this is what that is tonight, right, for the College yep. World Series, right? So, yes. yeah, with everything on the line, and it's kind of like the entire pitching staff, Johnny Cole's staff will be going, like, they need to bring this kid rocker back out of the pen. You know, and as a Yankees fan, I'm scarred. Remember when the Arizona Diamondbacks, in essence, did that against us uh, in mm -hmm. 2001? It was like Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson, and that's it. And they, yep. they basically brought Randy Johnson back uh, in the bullpen. Maybe this kid rocker can give him another inning or so if they, if they need it because, you know, Everybody's live. It's it's in essence game seven. So uh, one game for all the marbles. Gotta love it. Yeah, it's uh, and, and that's right. Tonight, seven o'clock. And I would encourage you guys to watch it because it is some quality baseball going on. And uh, you know, would be though. I can't get behind it. Yeah, it's it's tough. This kid was hitting 98 on the gun last night, 97, 98. And then he's throwing 80 mile an hour change ups, man, that are just falling off the table. And I'm like, this this is absurd. <laughs> this is, you know, this is not to mention he looks 35 years old. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. But tonight uh, for all the marbles. Big favorite, though. Um, can Michigan do it? Sure. You know that as well as I do. Damn game seven. Anything is possible here yeah. tonight. So there might be a little value there to be backing, uh, I would think, not only Michigan, but I would take a look. I don't know what the number is for the over-under or the total yet. But, I'm still um, looking. I can't find it up in many places. Yeah. Well, we'll check that's, it on later like, as well. I found it on FanDuel. I'm checking some other places now. I think you I might see a little uh, a little tightness too in the uh, in the butthole area here tonight. So I would definitely take a look at the uh, I would look at the under here or try to focus somewhere near the under. That is a uh, that is a pretty good bet. And uh, we also got last night too. We got word as the continuation of the NBA. Um, the NBA rumor mill continues to fly. Uh, we are hearing that Mark Cuban, listen, we all know anybody that's watched Shark Tank, right? We all know Cuban's a pretty shrewd investor, and he's about to invest in a former New York Nick in Christoph Porzingis, who, correct me if I'm wrong, seven foot three, averages about 22 a game, six boards, two and a half blocks, somewhere along those that's lines. About 39% right. from three point range. Nick Only fans, some knee, of them. Though. Yeah, is still crying. Yeah, well, he was traded in January to the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, the Knicks knew, like a lot of other people knew, that, listen, he was going to have to be re-signed, and the Knicks just, you know, they weren't into bringing him back. I mean, maybe they, uh, maybe they saw the writing on the wall, because I do believe since he was traded and blew out his knee, um, I lost count on how many assault charges, actually, uh, he he's been racking issues, up. Yes. He's got some he legal, legal issues. issues. Uh, but he also hasn't played in nearly 17 months after tearing his ACL. But that's not going to stop Cuban and the Mavs from offering him a max contract. $158 million over five years is what is reported. He's a restricted free agent. He's available to sign with any team. But the Mavs obviously have the offer to match that uh, and retain him. So... Uh, they're offering 158 million over five years. Dana, I don't know that I love this move, especially for a guy that has the off uh, off court issues. And oh yeah, by the way, he hasn't played in 17 months, man. Well, I mean, he could have played. Remember, the Knicks were holding him out in our t uh, efforts to tank, 
which Kristaps did not understand, and then he demanded the trade, and then he got the trade. You know, listen, I, I think the injury is fine. Uh, the question is, is KP worth a max contract? That's what it is to me. I mean, we haven't really seen much of KP. We've seen about a year, a year and a half of him. Listen, I loved him when he was with the Knicks. He's, what, 22 years old, something like that. I think he's probably worth it. I'm not, I wouldn't be worried about the knee issues. He's like, he's a young kid. I'll bounce back. And it could be interesting there. You know, I've always thought of Dallas as, you know, with Dirk and some other European guys that they've had. Now they'll have Luka Doncic and Dirk Nowitzki trying to reclaim who is the next Dirk Nowitzki. One other thing, though, with Dallas, and, and I saw this uh, reported yesterday, and it reminded me of something because I'm thinking about the Kevin Durant thing also. You know, the hmm. Mavs signed Wesley Matthews to a max yeah. deal a few years ago coming off a torn Achilles. Remember it well, yes. Someone will sign KD to a max contract. And the question is, will he take it? That's the whole deal. But, yeah, he's going to get it. And looks like Porzingis is going to get it, too. So, all right, coming up here, we'll give you the the latest from the Warrior drama. That's next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america can't get enough fantasy football roto experts has launched their nfl 365 fantasy football package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code fntsy it's the nfl 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com full-time fantasy gun to your head Zeke or McCaffrey 
I think McCaffrey, but man, it's hard to pass on Zeke. Remember, they didn't have an offensive line that was 100% last year. They should this year. They didn't have Cooper for half the year. He really helped. Zeke was involved heavily in the passing game last year. Zeke has stayed healthy. Biggest risk with Zeke is, you know, does a suspension happen because of that off the field incident, which I don't think so, but it's the NFL. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. The 2-2, hit in the air, deep left field, if it's there, it's gone, it is gone! The 2019 Yankees have just become the first team in baseball history to homer in 28 straight games, and it did not take long tonight. Yeah, uh, of course, last night, Dilly May, who uh, wouldn't in the first inning, right, leading off kind of situation there, goes bomb, sets the record. We've been telling you about that for uh, all week long. They went into last night, 27 straight games with a home run, which tied the, the steroid 2002 uh, Texas Rangers for the longest such streak in Major League Baseball history. And now... It didn't take long for them to break that record last night, Dane, as uh, LeMahieu goes ahead, goes deep off of Clayton Richard. It opens up the uh, bottom half of the first inning, and just like that, the Yankees, as if they needed any help, uh, are in the record books once again. And then, of course, Aaron Judge came up. He homered for the first time since uh, being injured back in April. And Judge was the 14th different Yankee to actually homer during this streak. I think uh, also... If I'm not mistaken, Glaber added one in the second. Yep. Edwin and Carcion gave the Yanks the insurance in the eighth in the that eighth, they needed. Yeah. And, you know, not only did they not only did they win, but they just, you know, they continue to shatter home run record after home run record. It's absolutely crazy. And the Yankees are now 22 games above 500. They're five and a half games up on the race. And last year, I think people forget, too, last year, even though they are, they're not nearly as stacked as they are this year, but they still hit 267 home runs last year. They set the record last year for a team, and I don't know that's in jeopardy here this year with this team, too. It's uh, it's kind of ridiculous watching this team, Dane, on a, on a nightly basis. It really is. It is. You know, they're going to set these records. I told you at one point, you know, the combo of Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, and Encarnacion – are four of the top five guys in Major League Baseball right now in terms of home run per at-bat. They are clearly trying to really be the Bronx Bombers and slug their way. Um, I believe, though, that it's a little bit different in playoff baseball. If you just sit around and wait for the three-run homer, it may not work. So I need these guys to start hitting as well and start stringing it together. DJ LeMayhew hitting 330 on the season. I I believe he needs to get some all-star votes. By the way, Yankees, 130 home runs for the season. That is fourth behind the Twins, the Mariners, and the Brewers. <laughs> so if the Yankees set the record last year, here's right. my question for you, Joe. I'm going to hang the over-under at two and a half for teams this year that will break that record. Yeah, I think I, I, that's good. I'm going to go over. Uh, yeah, I'm going to okay. go over. More than yeah. three teams will More beat than... the existing Major League yeah. Baseball record. For teams, at least three uh, home runs. At least season. three. Yep. At wow. least three teams will do it. Twins, Mariners, so the Yankees Brewers. Are fourth right now. They're fourth with 130 home runs, guys. <laughs> and just to give you okay. some context and show you the disparity between, and maybe that's a bit of a problem with baseball and a conversation for another day. But 
there is a uh, distinct difference between the top six teams and everybody else right. in Major League Baseball. There's a lot of tanking going on, whether you want to believe it or you don't want to believe it. There is a lot. There are a lot of teams that are looking to keep payroll down, looking to bring young guys up. There's not a whole lot of trying. It'll never be admitted, but Just I can tell you process. right now. The Tigers, for instance, okay? The Tigers, the Yankees have homered in 28 straight, right? Well, the Tigers, to their credit, have homered in 38 games total <laughs> this season. So so just just keep that in mind as we as we approach the halfway point of the season. The Tigers have 38 total home runs. The Yankees have just managed to homer consecutively in 28 straight. They uh they are something fun to watch. But you guys were mentioning, you said you watched that game. What's the deal with Stanton? He got hurt again last night? Yeah, he got hurt. He, uh, he got hurt sliding into third base. They pulled him out. He's going to have an MRI. I saw the replay, though. He just he kind of had like a little bumbling, awkward slide and just banged his knee. Um, so to me, and then again, I am not a doctor. Okay, I don't even play one on TV. But... It looked like just a bang. I think they're calling it a contusion. So it's not like he twisted anything. It's not like he sprained anything. There's no tendons or ligaments in jeopardy, at least at first look, to the layman. It looked like he just literally banged it in an awkward slide. So uh, it should be okay. But, Joe, you mentioned those Tigers. Let me say, if they're tanking, I'll take Matty Boyd. If you want to trade mm. me some Matty Boyd, you know, this is the time of year. If you say if teams are actually tanking, what they're also going to do is start selling, right? to acquire kids, right, and restock the farm system, that kind of thing. So I just want to remind people, again, this creates a lot of opportunities in fantasy baseball, okay? People assuming new roles, um, you know, especially if you trade a closer. Um, so keep an eye out for that as teams, if like Joe is saying, are tanking or at least looking themselves in the mirror and realizing that uh, maybe they need to restock the kids. Yeah, it's uh, it's a shame, but I think it's uh, there is just such a big gap between the upper echelon. You're either good or you're you're terrible. There's really no middle of the road anywhere. And this has happened over the last 10 years, Dane. I mean, let's be realistic yeah. over the last 10 years. I mean, 10 years ago, I think if we looked at the numbers, you'd be you'd be going into the last week or two weeks of the Major League Baseball season and not really have a clear understanding of who's going to finish first and battles, you know, left and right still going on, teams above 500. And now it's just the haves and the have-nots. And, you know, there's six or eight teams that have, and there is just about everybody else in uh, in Major League Baseball, which is a which is a problem, and it's going to continue to be the problem, especially because I'm not sure that the days of seeing the Kansas City Royals win a World Series or these small market teams uh, compete. I, I just don't see how that's going to happen when well, I mean, the Royals when won you have the this World kind Series of disparity. Like four years ago, you know, and we've seen But even the Rays four years compete. ago, yeah, I mean, think about it. From four years ago to where we are today, it's like night and day this game. Yeah, and here's what it is for me, okay? And, and you know, the funny part is when Major League Baseball added the second wild card, they were mm -hmm. trying to do the exact opposite. You know, they were trying to keep teams invested, keep teams involved, right? Keep more teams uh, within spitting distance of the playoffs, right? So that they thought maybe, hey, we are still alive. Hey, maybe we will go for it, right? Um, but, and I've said it before, I said it in every sport, what we have here is a race away from the middle. You are either a contender 
or you're, you know, trusting the process. We talked about that in the NBA. We've talked about that in the NFL. It happens in baseball as well. And you know where I think it happens, Joe, honestly, in the offseason, if you're a team that is going to win like 75 to 80 games, you are not spending the money on a free agent to try to compete. You're biding your time until the young kids kind of develop and you think you're ready to go, right? We've seen that with the Cubs. We've seen that with the Astros. We've seen that with the Royals. We've seen that on some level with the Padres are trying to do. They think their farm system is ready. They add Manny Machado. But it's a race away from the middle. Every organization is like, is our window now? Well, if not, let's continue to kick the can down the road, build up the kids until we actually have some good ones, and then make their run at it. So you're right, Joe. It's a race away from the middle. We see it in all sports. And with the trading deadline approaching in the next month, we're going to start to see some people declaring themselves as uh, competitors or sellers. The Seattle Mariners have already made their decision. Yeah, and uh, as well they should because it's uh, a lot of it is is pretty embarrassing. And also, you know, last night a couple of plays that I had caught on the highlight. It's just a bit of a uh, strange thing. I do believe the Reds allowed a guy to tag up from second base on a fly ball to score, uh, which is always good. I believe a pitcher was pinch hit with a pitcher last night in Major League Baseball. Um, the analytics aspect of the game, listen, analytics work. I'll be the first one to tell you it has to absolutely be a part of the game. But I also think that you have lost a big portion of what made this game so great. And I think by by adhering to it and being the only thing that matters, I think you're going to get more of what we're seeing with the Mets. I think you're going to start yeah, more of these rookie managers who are simply there to be mouthpieces for the analytics department in the front office. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. you are going to lose the essence of baseball And it's going to be very hard unless you are stacked with loaded with talent where you just throw the ball out and let them play like the Yankees right now. Uh, I think you're seeing it with Alex Cora. I'm thinking all of a sudden when, you know, some guys are having a down year and analytics, you know, you'll start losing locker rooms. You start losing players. And Mm -hmm. that's the danger. Not letting not letting there be that buffer between the players, the clubhouse and that front office. I think you're starting to see what what's happening here with with teams and no more Buck Showalters, no more Mike Soshas, right. no more Socha. no more old school baseball guys. He's leaving, yeah. you know. Right. You've got a bunch of first or second year guys here that are getting their asses handed to them, and they're being in a position. They're being set up to fail, is what they're actually being done. They're being it, dictated it, to. Right? Exactly. The front office is telling them what to and do, and the players know it. And when the yes. players don't have any respect for the manager in a 162 game season, yep. guys, this this is what you are getting. I think. Yeah, I hear you, and and I'm with you, Joe. Because listen. Joe, we've both we both played baseball, right? You know, I played at the college level. I know you played as well. But and don't get me wrong, there's a place for numbers, right? There's a place for the shift and stuff like that. But you have to mix that with intuition, gut, feel, right? Chemistry of the locker room, this sort of stuff. And 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 uh, don't get me wrong. I, I think we're better than the days of scouts being like, I like the cut of his jib. He's going to be a good ball player. You know, he's got, he's got great fives. You know, I understand mm-hmm. that it's more than just that. But at the same time, I think the best organizations, the best managers are people who understand the information, understand the numbers, but then know how to kind of like run it through a prism of baseball and, 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 and reality and gut. And communicate that also to the players and understand why we're doing these things so it's not like these random analytics coming from on high, but that the team has an understanding of what they're doing and what why they're trying to accomplish it. 
And then actually you could have a team culture that understands analytics, but it's not, you know, being dictated to by the general manager making a phone call from upstairs or in the Mets case at from home. Yes, uh, exactly. Correct. And that's what happens when you have uh, amateur hour, when you have guys that are thrust into positions that they are not ready for. But ultimately, it doesn't matter, does it? Because they're just basically being told who to put out there on a daily basis and to me, it's a recipe for disaster, guys, any which way you cut it. Uh, all right, coming up here, got to get to uh, the drama that is the Golden State Warriors. Andre Iguodala continues to throw the organization under the bus on this book tour. We'll tell you what he had. He had a lot of things to say. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you what they were coming up here as we make it rain. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now let's listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 
right, guys, if you want two risk-free wagers of up to $1,000, we can help you with that. Simply go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID. Get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And in addition to traditional betting, get this. PointsBet offers its own betting concept where customers, well, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you bet the Browns laying two and a half and they cover the spread by nine, well, then guess what? You got nine times your stake. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. I want you guys to see the website for details and welcome in here on a Wednesday, make it rain the fantasy sports radio network, Joe Ranieri alongside Dane Martinez. And uh, we will get to uh, a bunch of stories. I want to get to here this morning, including the NCAA and Mark Emmert being the biggest uh, douches in the world. And I am uh, for the first time, I think I will ever say this and, and having spent uh, and, and lived a few years in California, uh, not my favorite place in the world, but I got to tell you, it might very well be my favorite place in the world. Uh, come uh, come real soon for what they mm-hmm. are about to do to Mark Emmert in the NCAA. We'll talk about that. There's also a great uh, Jimbo Fisher uh, PR piece that is being uh, sent out here. And you got to think that Florida State was behind it, but mm. uh, it basically destroys Jimbo and his time at Florida State. And, uh, you know, Willie Taggart there is is under a lot of heat after the year that Florida State had well, last yeah, year. Really, yeah. yeah, you would think that somebody from Florida State uh, actually put this out or, or paid somebody at Bleacher Report to write this thing because it's unbelievable. We'll tell you about that. But really, uh, maybe no better stories right now that are flowing around than listening to Andre Iguodala talk. And this guy has gone out on the book tour. He has a, a book that he is promoting. And he has done just a fantastic job of doing interviews and kind of opening up everyone's eyes, uh, you know, pulling the curtain back, so to speak, Dane, of what life is like in uh, uh, in the NBA and certainly... Yeah, and and being a warrior, and 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 as well as uh, as well as just being an NBA player. I mean, for instance, I'll give you an idea. He made the comment in a recent interview about how um, too many players are addicted to their phones during the games, and he said that uh, pretty much. He says he has seen that players on a consistent basis. What they do is the first thing they do when they get into the locker room at halftime is run and get their phone and check social media. That's the first thing that they do. They are they're on social media. They they're not going in there. They're not X and O and it up. They're not sitting there Let's hyping each other up. Guys, before I check my nope. damn IG page. Nope. Nope. It's basically let's check what does my Instagram page say? What does my Twitter page say? What does uh, what is on my Facebook? Everything along those lines. Now, to me, and you tell me if I'm wrong. We'll we'll go by each one of these points that he makes in the book, and okay. I'm still trying to Can decide. Can we get Venmo Brian on this? We need to contrast this with Venmo Brian's opinion, to be quite honest. I'm trying because I think to this understand. is all millennial stuff, Joe. Honestly, yeah, and I, like we're I'm gonna be like, to... get off my lawn. He's gonna be like, no doubt. Got to see how many yeah. likes we've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been sick the last couple of days. That poor kid. Um, all I'm right. trying to. I'm trying to rationalize the things that he has said here on interviews and in this book compared to how much of this is to sell a book. 
Uh, because you guys don't understand, if it's if there's really no hype surrounding a book, nobody's going to buy it. Okay, nobody's going to download it. Nobody's going to buy it. So some of the things here, I'm trying to go. All right, there might be some truth to it. There might be half truth to it. But how much of it do I really full on believe? I can believe this. I can also believe that the idea that. To me, it's impossible to wrap a head around Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or Larry Bird or just go down the list, guys, running into a friggin' locker room. And maybe that's not fair, given the fact that if those guys had had social media, maybe we'd be having a different story. But it just, you know, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to envision those guys going into a locker room down, I don't know, double digits in, in a in a first half and think that they'd be more interested in what you know, what they were posting or what people were saying on Twitter or Instagram. I find it, I have a hard time believing they would do that. So, uh, but that is a reality of it. And you're right. I think it's a millennial thing. I think that's exactly the NBA is filled with a bunch of guys that are more worried about their image than they are anything else. And so as far as this point that he made, I, I tend to believe this because I think there's a lot of guys that are about me, 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 I, 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 especially in the NBA. I think in the NBA, more than any other sport, it's more about the individual than it is about the team, unfortunately. And obviously yeah. the ones that can come together like Golden State and make it about each other, well, they're going to win. And But I think there's a lot of teams out there, especially with teams whose only hope is to win maybe 30 games. Um, I think that team is probably filled with a bunch of young guys who are interested in getting their next contract, Dane. Yeah, I, I, you know, here's the part I don't know, Joe. Um, you know, you and I, we're, you know, we're of a similar age and like, you know, we're still hip, hip enough and with it enough. But I'm reminded, for example, of, you know, in January and February when we were talking about like the Antonio Brown situation. The Mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell situation, right? And there was parts of us, you know, we were having conversations then when you were like, ah, you do it for the team, the name on the front of the jersey, not the back of the jersey, right? And I was saying, no, at this point, this is what athletes do. They leverage their personal brand as priorities. They care about this social media. This is another outlet for them, whether it's Le'Veon Bell's rapping career or Antonio Brown on The Masked Singer or these guys, you know, uh, their, their Twitter followers and stuff like that. Now. I don't know how much of it is that, like, it's crazy that the athlete has this as their priority or how much of it is actually us, Joe, that have to evolve and accept that, yeah, this is the new way, you know, and I'm not sure if it's like we are right to be like, that's crazy that kids are focused on their social media at halftime or if it's like we're crazy for not thinking that, like, of course, that's what kids are doing because that's what athletes and being you know, out there in the public is these days. I don't know how much of it, Joe, is really we just have to accept that it's par for the course. And, like, how much do we sound like get off my lawn? Like, I know you guys do the segment on the morning after, you Mm -hmm. know. I agree with you, Joe. I think it's crazy. But how much of this is, like, this is just the way it's going and we have to, like, kind of accept it or get out of the way? Well, you know, that's that's why I said maybe it's not fair because Michael and Kobe and Magic and, you know, the list that they didn't have those those things at their uh, at their fingertips. But uh, but I think the NBA more so than the NFL, more so certainly than Major League Baseball and some of these other sports, the team concept is, I think, maybe the least accepted or the least utilized in the NBA 
than right. it is in other sports. Because, like you know, like you mentioned, guys like driving. the Le'Veon Bell and the Antonio Browns. Well, look, those guys are the classic me, 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 I, I, I guys. And usually it doesn't end well for them. You know, we're not talking about multiple Super Bowl champions. It's the guys that accept their role, accept their place in a team and and make the team come first, so to speak, who aren't, you know, bitching and moaning to the media about, you know, right. they want their money and all of that. Uh, it, we we can say that I think that has remained constant over the years where there's a reason why guys like Michael and, and other teams and other dynasties, the minute they accepted the team concept over me, 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 I, 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 yeah. they, they were the most successful. And I think you've seen that across the board in, in all sports. But I think it's interesting that he pointed out, even with the Golden State Warriors, that Listen, there there are guys, you know, probably and maybe even source more so the bench players, right? The guys who aren't involved in the game going in there and mm-hmm. being like, oh, my God, man, what's going on on Instagram tonight? Right. So I thought it was eye opening. And that was one thing he talked about. And then, of course, he opened up a giant can of worms by talking about his injury there uh, when he was out last year for the Houston series when, uh, you know, he had gone down with what. Golden State had called it a uh, a thigh bruise, right? A uh, a leg bruise, and they were hoping, of course, that uh, he was going to be able to come back. And um, you know, he didn't play the final three games of that Houston series, and they were down, right, three games to two. But he ends up coming back, of course, for the finals. And Andre Iguodala said that, yeah, the team pretty much. I mean, and I'll paraphrase here, but he said that. Um, he says, I, I go to it goes to a game seven. He said, we're barely out of the Houston series. He says, and the team is looking at me. The front office is looking at me and they're asking me, when are you coming back? And he said, I had a fractured leg. I knew I had a fractured leg. He said, but they're putting out there that it's a bone bruise. And he said, I'm fighting with the team. I'm fighting with the people. I'm fighting with the media. And then my teammates are asking me every day, how you feeling, man? You all right? Everything good? You ready to come back? How you doing? How you doing? That kind of situation there. So what he's in essence saying here is that the Warriors effectively lied about his injury last year in 2018. So that, of course, opens up the can of the worms and saying, well, how much are we to believe about Kevin Durant? And obviously the dot connecting there, Dane, it's not a far stretch to to go with what Andre is saying here. And of course, you know, we've had doctors here on this network, right? That came on and told us that guys, that's connected to the Achilles. (laughs) Yeah, that's not an Achilles, guys. He's icing his he's it's not a calf, guys. He's icing his Achilles. He's not icing his calf. So, (laughs) you know, it's it makes sense as to what's going on here. And then, of course, you saw Bob Myers crying at the podium Mm -hmm. and you've got to ask yourself, because this is now the progression. Now that he had said that and opened that up and made that. Uh, it gave everyone that impression. Now people are starting to go. So, so maybe that's why Bob Myers was crying. Bob Myers is crying, and usually guys start crying like that when they feel guilty about something. So, could it be that uh, you know, all of a sudden, that maybe Bob Myers uh, realized that oh crap, you know, we just destroyed here Kevin Durant, and uh, everything is up in flames because we pushed him. Blood is on our hands. <laughs> Right. And that and we we told you yesterday right here on the show that Rick Buecher was reporting that he is mm-hmm. pissed off at the uh, at the organization. And this just kind of feeds into that. But at the same time, Wojanowski um, this week also came out and said, guys, 
there is no animosity with the teammates. There is no animosity with the organization. In fact, the whole idea of him coming back and it going down the way he did, Wojnarowski is reporting this now gives Golden State an even better chance of him coming back because of uh, of, of how it went down and because of uh, the relationship that he has. So you've got two competing theories going on here right now in the media. One side is telling us how Kevin Durant is never going to forgive the Golden State Warriors and how the Warriors are the Antichrist and they're not looking out for the player. Right. And then you've got also, you know, the Wojnarowski's of the world, along with others going, guys, you're out of your mind. Like the, there is no better bond to have between players than a bond that happens during crisis. And, yeah. you know, you you know this when the chips are down and, you, and, you know, all you have is each other. Forget about the front office. Forget about any of that. The fact that Kevin Durant showed up on that court and the fact that Kevin Durant, and I can promise you that nobody in their right mind believes that Kevin Durant would have shown up because he felt pressured by the team, okay? Because the idea that a $200 million player like Kevin Durant doesn't have his own doctors is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life, is if he is going to take the word of the Golden State Warrior doctor only. Like, I, the idea that nobody knew what was going on here is just absurd sure. to me. But this is what is being put out there, and Andre Iguodala didn't do the Golden State Warriors any favors here by by saying, now, he didn't point out anything about Kevin Durant. didn't bring him up, just said, in my situation, I felt pressured. Right. Right. My experience was I felt pressured. I knew I had a fracture. And, you know, so the question is, all right, then how did you know you had a fracture, but the team didn't? You know, there's a whole lot of questions that weren't answered there. But look at the can of worms that was just opened up to sell a buck. That's what you got here, Dave. But, you know, we're also the week before free agency. And the week before the draft, we thought the Cardinals were going to carry Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray. You know, we were getting all sorts of reports. So I'm I'm in a zone where I don't believe Jack. Yeah, I, I don't know. And and really, we got to bust out the BS meter. What do we believe? What don't we? We'll do that next. Yeah. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. 
I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Get in the game at DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Life is more fun when you have skin in the game, so test your skills at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to claim your risk-free $500 bet. That's a $500 risk-free bet at DraftKings Sportsbook when you go to sportsgrid.com slash DK. So head on over to sportsgrid.com slash DK and claim your risk-free bet today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. What Mickey Calloway needed to understand and to some degree Jason Vargas needs to understand and in this day and age of Twitter and social media, every single thing that you do is going to be out there in a five-minute period, man. Like you got to know that. you got to have better awareness of that. And I understand that Mickey Calloway is frustrated. Honestly, he's got no chance to manage the next year. No, he's going to be gone. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Getting ready for hour number two here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Make it rain. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. Uh, Plenty to get to next hour. We're going to bust out the BS meter here for the NBA free agency talk. Plenty of rumors uh, out here. Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker. Who's going where? Christoph Porzingis. We've uh, just a mountain of rumors, innuendos, uh, allegations, all sorts of stuff being thrown out there as far as who's going to land where. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll put up the uh, the BS meter here coming up top of the hour, and we will we'll, we will sort through it. And a lot of it, uh, you know, I'm just I'm blown away with the Andre Iguodala stuff here. A guy that is he's got one thing to do here, and that is he's on a book tour right now. He wrote a book, wants to sell a book. Nobody's going to buy a book if nothing controversial or intriguing is in it and he is delivering Andre if nothing else the man is uh on the PR tour that of all PR tours uh from for what he's doing to sell a book here and I think a couple of things of of note here Dane is that I think it's a pretty damning assessment of the Golden State Warriors and even though he didn't come directly out and saying it there's a couple of things that he insinuated with those comments about you know them pushing him back when he had a fractured leg one is that the team misdiagnosed him. And number two is that they downplayed the extent of the injury. And if they did it with Andre Iguodala, what the hell is to make us think they didn't do it with Kevin Durant? And the problem with that is, Dane, and we've talked about this before here on the show, and it's always been a big pet peeve of mine, how in the world are you going to embrace gambling if I can't trust what the teams are going to tell us, if they're not going to be transparent, the NFL understands this, but the NBA, you're, you know, Mr. I'm ready for fan, you know, and he's been great, Adam Silver, for the gambling aspect of it. But if I can't trust these teams in big moments to be honest with us about who's hurt and who is not, it makes there's a problem there for certainly from a gambling standpoint and taking billions of dollars from, uh, from gambling groups there and, uh, and, you know, and supporting it and, and making money off it. But yet 
giving misinformation to the public and to the sports bettors. That's going to be a problem, Dane, moving forward. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, it absolutely is. People are not going to invest or risk their money if it's not at least they know what they are risking. So I think you're absolutely right. I got one or two more points on this. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll come up. We'll put on the BS uh, hat here and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. What's true, what's not true. We'll do that coming up here. Hour 2, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 